Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get co- comics, you get sports, and you get Game of Thrones. I am your interim host, Mike Leapock. My Matt Pierce couldn't be here today because of a particularly potent fart. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Two weeks ago, he said he'd be uh, gone if there was one more fart joke, and by golly, he stuck to his word. Joining me, you got two people that uh, you should know. They've been on the show before. We've got my wife, Liz Leapock. Say hello. hello. And we've got Rob Cobflesh. How's it going? Okay, so Matt's gone, and apparently uh, I'm running this thing. <laughs> no pressure. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I think the idea is that I do such a terrible job that uh, he'll be back next week, so, you know, <laughs> see how that goes. Um, or he'll never ask you to do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, this may very well be the last episode I'm ever on the pod again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not even you never get to host again. It's you're never invited back, period. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> would you want to bet that if Mike is not invited back, I'm not either? <laughs> oh, no, I'm oh, sure you would be more than welcome back. <laughs> even if we do in-house stuff, it's like, you can go, but you can't say anything. <laughs> 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 All right, so... um I guess we should really dive just dive right in there. So, fucking Sandor Clegane is back. Clegane Bowl is on. Get did, did I not say, I can't remember if I said it or how many weeks ago I said it, but I mentioned he may not be dead because they didn't show it. I know I said it was Stannis, but then it was later confirmed with um, Brienne saying, yeah, she decapitated him. But nobody knew if... Sager Clegane was dead or not. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I'm sure you did say it. He's completely doomed, but, you know, you unless know. you see someone die, and sometimes even if you do... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, ways to write it. there's ways to write around it. In oh, his yeah. own words, I'm a big fucker and I'm hard to kill. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a pretty great uh, oh. reasoning for staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thrilled to see him alive. And at first, when it showed him a bunch of people, it's like, okay, cool. It's like, holy shit, there's one dude carrying this giant log. Well, I mean, <laughs> the mountain in real life is like the strongest man in the world and all that. So it's like, but that's not him. He's a zombie. Holy shit. The hound's back. Yeah, I'm a little uh, disappointed that he wasn't doing the two log thing. Like, uh, what is that? Uh, Rambo? Or not the original Rambo movie. It's um, that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, uh, not Commando. Yeah, it is Commando. Is it we, Commando? Commando starts with him walking through the forest carrying the two giant logs. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hilarious. The of it. I just remember the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's freaking back. And <laughs> you know what? Those people at the beginning of that the uh, episode might be the first genuinely happy people we've seen since like the first season. They definitely seemed like the most peaceful, um, not giving a shit about anything else that's going on in the world. They're just trying to do some good. What a and nice just, little commune. And then, you know, skip 50 minutes later, they're all dead. Except for yeah, one. Well, <laughs> you can't have nice things in the show. <laughs> this is why you can't have nice things. Yeah, I think it's just straight up a rule now at this point, right? Like, yeah. if anyone starts getting happy, that that has to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that could be true. Yeah, he's... Uh, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Um, what'd you think of that... Um, what is that, like a Murderer's Anonymous meeting they were having? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty great. It's like... Oh, you need someone to burn down this town? I'm your arsonist. You need someone to uh, rob that place? I'm your thief. You need someone to kill those kids? Yeah, I'm a murderer. Yeah, I'll actually think of his uh, Sander Clegane being like, Hi, I'm Sander. Hi, Sander. And I kill the child. Hi. <laughs> so do you think... Um, do you think he's ever going to go back to trying to be peaceful after this? Maybe in the very end. I think he, like, I don't think he'll ever be a completely peaceful guy. It's just not really in his nature, you know? He's, like, a pretty angry dude, um, and he's good at violence, right? Um, But I think that his experience here with uh, with the septum and this, like, group of innocent people, I think that's going to change him in some sort of way. It definitely brought some good 
back into him or mm-hmm. brought some good into him in the first place, maybe. Who knows? Well, but, he had uh, something good about him. He kind of, he was fond of Arya, let's say. That's true. I guess he did have his some good moments. But then she had that whole thing where she left him to die. Yeah, so yeah. his hate, is that towards Arya? I don't think so. Or is it towards um, the Lannisters or others? I think it's the others, honestly, like, and, and like, and like anyone else who's sucked, you know, pretty much everyone. But yeah. I don't think it's Arya, because, like, the thing is that Arya didn't kill him, you know? Like, she didn't save him, but she didn't kill him. Yeah. I think he knows that she wanted to, and that something changed in their relationship, even if it wasn't all the way, you know? Yeah. Of course, her not killing him might make him more angry than anything else, right? Because she just kind of left him there to rot, which is not how, I don't know, a warrior would really want to go down. Yeah. That's true. Not exactly dying in battle. I was thinking maybe he, uh, maybe he made up his own list <laughs> that he's reading off. <laughs> he's like, Brienne, Arya Stark, the Mountain, the Lannisters. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure the mountain will always top that list, though. Like his brother was the first person who did violence to him in his life. And what violence, right? Yeah. Like, he made it um, permanent. Yeah. So, you know, like my feeling is Sandor Clegane pulled that axe out of that stump at the end of the episode or near the end of the episode and was like, oh, he has a purpose of bearing that axe into somebody. <laughs> Yeah. It is time. Here I go killing again. Yeah, he wasn't it's going. Time to oh, go we kill need some more wood. <laughs> time to go go kill all the stupid fire priests because he hates fire, right? Yeah. Um, and then it's time to go kill his brother, right? I, in my mind, because he's the person who put Sandor Clegane on this path, right? He's the person who made him into a a violent person. Yeah. Um, do you think by the end of it, like by the end of, not necessarily the season, but by the end of the series, um, we'll see the Hound and the Mountain face each other? Oh, yeah. That's, that's fucking cool. But Game Bowl, man. <laughs> Absolutely. The game, this is how it's going to go, all right? You know what? I, I, I'm calling it now. So, uh, Clegane goes and he kills a whole bunch of fire people. Uh, all those dicks. <laughs> and then he, uh, he still wants to Basically, I think he goes to um, somehow makes his way to King's Landing. Doesn't really matter how, because these um, the directors have stated that the the scenes in these episodes don't run chronologically. So these the stuff that happened in this episode did not necessarily happen at the same time as the other stuff in this episode. So this could have happened a long time ago. Right. So those red you know red priest guys could all already be dead, and he could already be on his way to King's Landing. Shows up there allies with the Septon and fights for them in Cersei's um, trial by combat. And somehow what I want to see him do is I want to see him borrow. um, What's the name of Tommen's sword? Uh, Widow's whale. Uh, That's the Valyrian sword that, um, that, that um, they, uh, that Tywin had made. Oathkeeper was the one that Jamie gave to Brienne. Yeah, and the other one... It is Widow's Whale. I think I just looked it up. Since I'm just producing my own podcast, it is officially Widow's Whale. All right, then. Okay. So I also just looked it up. Our fact checker uh, <laughs> is Widow's Whale, and it's Valyrian Steel, which we know uh, it disagrees with the zombies. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be... Uh, that. That's what I want to see. And I want to see the mountain explode into a thousand little pieces. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, God, that'd be so good. Yeah. But before that happens, I do want to see the mount. I, I do want to see Zombie Mountain crush a number of more skulls. Oh God, yes! No, it has you. been a lot of episodes <laughs> since we saw the mountain take someone's face and bash it into a wall and have it just get flattened in one push. Yeah, yeah, uh, we need uh, to see some more of that for sure. I sure love to see that. <laughs> so, um, thank God, Marjorie is apparently faking it. Oh, I was sure oh, yeah. that I called that last episode. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. there's no way that Marjorie has like completely been. They would have ruined her character. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. It would have. It would have effectively killed the character. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't want to see that happen. Yeah. Um, don't much care for the High Sparrow, but how about the uh, the line of basically, "Hey, you need to fuck." <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, does that mean that Tommen is sitting around chatting with a priest about his sex life? Yep. Apparently. And about he needs to get off. No, he's talking about his lack of sex life, and he's getting blue balls. Well, hey, let's just be, uh, I guess, grateful that the High Sparrow didn't take the uh, Catholic priest route. And be like, oh, well, there's something I can do for you. <laughs> well, I was pretty offended by him talking to to Marjorie, though. His whole like, there's no necessity in the act of copulation that there's any desire on the part of the woman. You know, yeah, it's all about self sacrifice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they put that in there just to uh, try to assassinate his character a little bit more so that we're <laughs> cheering even harder when he gets his fucking face bashed in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, all I think pretty much all the female, you know, watchers are now like, are you serious, High Septum? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think in, in that scene, was that the first scene that we've seen Marjorie wearing her crown? Uh think so because i, I doubt think, she yeah. was wearing her crown when she was on the steps suppose at, at the time about to do the she wasn't walk of shame or whatever yeah she wasn't yeah. and i don't um, think she ever really wore her crown before that that could be yeah yeah uh any thoughts and what do you think that means because i i thought it was a pretty purposeful shot when the crown came up and and i don't know i was thinking maybe it's um I guess significant, uh, maybe representative of her getting back to her old ways of being the actual queen, you know, regaining her uh, sense of self. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, her crown appears to be uh, very Baratheon styled. Well, she's married to one. That's true. Technically. (laughs) (laughs) On paper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the marriage bed. (laughs) Yeah, even though apparently it has been consummated yet. So I guess um, with, I think we had that question last week of whether or not they actually did have sex, but I thought that she just gave him a handy under that bed that one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? I, I thought they at least would have done it once. I thought so too, um, and I don't think that the high septum actually said like that you have to, you know, you know, go give up your virginity. I think he basically said you have to now return to the marriage bed. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay, that could be. Well, I guess that's not 100% confirmed, but it's kind of uh, creepy to talk about, so yeah. let's move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, pretty creepy. <laughs> John and the Wildlings. Uh, looks like we got another inspirational speech. Um, do you think we're getting a little oversaturated with these? Yeah. I I watched the episode last night and I watched it again uh, today while I was just eating. And that was one of the times when I just got up to go uh, get a drink again. And it's like, yep, don't care. It's fine. Like nothing against the scene, but it's just like, it's basically the same thing, but bring in an extra comment per the situation. Maybe we should all take a, uh, a page out of one one's book and uh, be a little more <laughs> succinct. Succinct, yes. Snow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, one one makes a convincing argument, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> one of my thoughts when he said it, though, was like, that's a yes, right? I, <laughs> yeah, that's I like felt he, exactly. like he's on board. <laughs> it's not just like... Or did you just say snow to acknowledge Jon Snow and walk away? No. <laughs> are you just listing things that you can see? <laughs> I love lamp. Yeah, in that case, it's like, were you just looking at the ground? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's how they treated it, too. They're just like, yes, 1-1, one, one. snow, that's right, it's cold out. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, I, I've been feeling, especially with this episode, with the, the number of motivational speeches, uh, especially coming off of last one, the conclusion to last episode where Danny had that completely unnecessary speech. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, kind of randomly I, had forgot, I forgot that scene because we've seen it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, su- I suppose with the... Uh, with this one, with uh, John and the the free folk, it was that the free folk were, it's more of them 
rallying together um, with I can never Torn or Torment 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 with him saying that John's already died for us, and if we don't, like we're nothing but cowards and all that. That was I suppose like that a... that part of the speech or the the motivation is like okay, that was actually good. But anything out of John's mouth is like it's the same shit. Yeah, he's also uh, with that not so subtly reminding them that he did come back from the dead. So <laughs> yeah. clearly, there's something going on there. Yeah, that whole torment whole speech really sounded like it could have come right out of a church service. Like yeah. he died for us. You know, like it, it was very, very Christian sounding. I was like really heavily struck by that. Like they're playing that up right now. Yeah. Uh, it really makes it seem like they're setting John up to be a like all time savior in the show. <laughs> yep. They're just building him up more and more because he'll fall even harder. <laughs> Good well, point. We could, if we start thinking of uh, Jon Snow as the uh, the Jesus character, we could put Game of Thrones in that same list of of shows of oh, what was that that um, in Community when Abed was making that that mm-hmm. Jesus movie and there's and she's saying oh is this this movie's about Jesus but it's about him uh, and then he, he's like oh is RoboCop about Jesus is Matrix about Jesus <laughs> it's all the same story <laughs> and now. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> good Christian TV series. Oh, but, totally. But more Old Testament. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very Old Testament. <laughs> Lots of family values, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Lots not a... Lots of fire and brimstone. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's not as much uh, <laughs> savage insults in the Bible as in Game of Thrones. <laughs> like when... Cersei goes to Elena for help. The Queen of Thorns is amazing. Oh are, you, are you the Every... worst person I've ever known? I wonder. I, I read you rem- something You remember today the vile that... ones the most. I read something today that said that she's like Lucille Bluth, only sober. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, yes. Uh, yeah. tell, tell Rob what you were thinking. Tell Rob what oh, you were thinking. Then, then you go on and it's like... You know, oh, I love all my children equally earlier. I don't care for Mace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw some someone else say that this is uh this is all the stuff I read new. It's uh <laughs> Mace is actually Buster in armor. These are my awards, mother. I won them at small council. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he rides up to the septum on the horse and he's like just all mustache and plume <laughs> helmet. This guy is God, such a clown. So true. I love that actor. I don't know how he looks so dopey all the time, but it's freaking great. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. he's just, like so many, so many people in this show have great like resting face faces. Like Cersei's got the great resting bitch face. Yeah. And um and <laughs> and Mace Terrell is just this constant dopey face. And every time he opens his mouth, you're just like, ugh, really. <laughs> Oh look, Dum Dum speaking again. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of good resting face, Blackfish. Oh yeah, he's got a great friggin' scowl. Yeah. Yeah, when he's just he's just standing there and he's like, "Fine, do it." Yeah. <laughs> it's just how how did the phrase think that was gonna go? Uh, well, they had no idea what they're doing. They let Jamie Lannister and 8,000 men just kind of stroll up behind them, tap on the shoulder. Uh, oh, hello, there, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't expecting you. Yeah, that's right, because you didn't have a perimeter set up. Jamie and the phrase is pretty good. Always uh, adding to the Game of Thrones theme of talk shit, get hit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was that the same actor who played the Blackfish from the earlier seasons? That's a good question. I feel like yes, but I don't know. Hey, voice of God, you're the one with the computer. Look it up. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This mysterious voice chiming in on presumably his own pod. (laughs) (laughs) I do think we are commandeering it this time. Well, (laughs) kind of. Kind of. (laughs) Is it commandeering if you get asked? <laughs> so, of the, um, let's see, who, 
came back today. Oh, with what were the, who are you most happy about, Rob, of coming back? Let's say between Blackfish, Sandra Clegane, and Braun. I was just about to say, since we brought up Jamie, Braun's back as well. Yeah. Um, it would. It's a tough choice between um, the Hound and Braun, but I think I got to give it to the Hound because he was left for dead. Yeah, his entrance, I guess, is a little bit more uh, significant. Yeah. Liz, your opinion? Yeah, I'm I'm with Rob. Like, Sandra Clegane wins because his was the more. Uh, well, we thought he could. We could. He might have been dead. And also, he's the person who's really going on a journey. Braun is the same dude he's always been, and thank God, keep him the same. He is so good, just the yeah. way he is. Um, so I'm happy to see him, but I'm not like sort of curious what his journey will be. You yeah. know. I'm like, Braun's going to keep doing his thing. Well, hopefully Braun lives through it so he can get his castle. He can get his high garden wife (laughs) or highborn wife. His (laughs) nubile, beautiful lady wife. (laughs) Yeah, he can get all of the stuff that he's been promised to. And his comment, too, when Jamie was about to say, the Lannister always pays his debt. like, don't Don't fucking fucking say it. Just and you, you know what? He might actually live through this whole thing because wasn't it last season we called that he was definitely going to die? Like he was certainly going to die in Dorne because at at the beginning he was basically like, "Oh man, I'm three days away from retirement," and we're like, "Oh, he's so dead." <laughs> Although he did get poisoned, so it almost happened. Yeah, I got poisoned by some terrible scenes. <laughs> um, yeah. that awful acting made him bleed. Shots fired. <laughs> Uh, so actually on that, something, um, the episodes have been shorter this season. Yes. I've noticed that they've only been like 50 minutes and I think there might've been some like 48 minute ones. Yeah. That, I think last night's episode was only about 45, 48 minutes, which means it's about, well, that's counting then credits and such because mine was 50 minutes and some odd seconds. Sure. But they, that's a whole scene that they could be lacking. Um, oh, yeah, that could just be, you know, Dorn. Yeah, like, we haven't seen since Duran got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I, I, I am seeking suspicion that they filmed a lot of Dorn and just ended up cutting out the storyline because it was just as bad as it was last season. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that, but that is sadly possibly a good point. Yeah. Huh. That's a very, very interesting point. Just to go quickly back to Blackfish. Um, the voice of God is not confirmed for us, so I double checked. It is the same actor. That's good. You know, I can. I looked it up too. I was just waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I still the voice of God. Don't want to interrupt. That would just be bad podcasting. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah so, it is nice when they bring back the same actor because what are we on? Like the third mountain, the second. Um, no, maybe it isn't like the second. Uh, what's his name? Fucking no, no name man. Um, fucking Arya's dude. Jack and Hagar. Him. <laughs> That's the same guy. It is the yeah. same guy the whole time. Yeah, I thought that was the same guy. Yeah, they're, they're actually. I find they're really good. That they're they're pretty good at getting these people back because, um, especially, I mean, the really impressive ones are people that we haven't seen in years, like um, uh, Edmure. He's the same guy, but we haven't seen yeah. him since. I, I recognized him being the same. Actually, when they dragged him up, I wondered if they're going to have the same guy because it's been so long. And you know, he's a. I don't. I don't know if he's a prolific actor, but he's been in a, a fair amount. So I could see his schedule not working out. Yeah. Uh, to be able to, you know, basically sit there holding his dick the whole time. <laughs> uh, even more impressive is uh, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. The first episode, I th- and then maybe the second episode, and then oh, that was shit, basically you're it. Right. He just left, and, and he disappeared until. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot he was even in the show before they revealed him a few episodes ago. Seriously? I forgot he was in that first episode. Huh? When I saw him, I was like, <laughs> "It's Benjamin! It's Benjamin!" Like before they ever said his name, because I recognized yeah. him. But yeah, I mean, I. I Part of me thought that it was him, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to think too much in what's going on. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, makes sense. Completely blanked on the fact that he was actually in the show and, you know, had been cast already once. Mm-hmm. So, 
But yeah, the mountain's the only one that I know has changed a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I think he's changed every season. Except even this one? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I guess no. Yeah. He's, I, he's I think we're on the third mountain. mountain. Yeah. I think we're on yeah. the third mountain. It's still, it's still, still the third one, yeah. The, the first one, I remember, he was another big uh, weightlifter guy, and yeah. he ended up, I think, leaving Game of Thrones to do the Hobbit movie, because he was one of the um, one oh, of the yeah. works in that. But then the part ended up getting a lot smaller or something, so he probably actually could have done it. Uh, and then the next mountain they got was by far my least favorite one because he was super tall he was like seven foot six but he was really skinny yeah that didn't make sense (laughs) yeah Yeah. so he looked like i don't know a kid like a ten like a tree foot tall kid wearing the mountain's armor um (laughs) he'll grow into it yeah and then this one is this mountain is this is the mountain i want to remember so the, the first mountain did he become um Azog or Bolg? Uh, Bolg, I think. The big white one, right? The big white dude? Uh, no, he was, I think he was like, he wasn't the main. Was he the one-armed one? The one? No, he wasn't the main one. He was like a secondary guy, I think. Mm. Okay. If I remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, that's, anyway, this new mountain is baller. He's so cool. Uh, yeah. Have you seen have either? You seen him like the actual actor do his like crazy strongman stuff? The current one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw him lifting whatever um, giant fucking tree to <laughs> whatever that was. That was insane. And then I saw whatever crazy commercial he had, like lifting like five gallon or five liter uh, jugs of water. <laughs> yeah, he's also. I think he's got. He's set a bunch of records for strongman competition stuff. Uh, there's one, a video of him throwing, uh, I think it's a keg, like 20 feet into the air. It's like a high jump, only just throwing a keg up, and it's freaking crazy. Wow. Yeah. The guy is the real deal. He is absolutely huge. Had a cup of coffee in the National Football League, too, the new mountain. Had a tryout with the Colts for... Offensive line, but probably had bad feet. Never actually got to play. Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, well, and also, the guy who plays Lord Edmere, uh, he's got a regular gig on Stars on a show called Outlander. It's been going on for three years. Huh. So he would have taken a break from, from that to fly over for Game of Thrones. As long as he makes it work. Yep. Uh, I know him from the Rome TV series. Because he played Brutus. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. like the only place I know him from. He looked familiar, and now I now I see it. Yep. Yeah, now I recognize great. him. So, Neat. Uh, one thing I really liked about this episode is freaking powerhouse performances from a lot of people with tons of attitude, including that little girl, Leanna Mormont. Holy yeah! shit! She came out of nowhere, and it's going to be a fan favorite. Yeah, I love where her. Where did that come from? That's just great. It's Such a- an amazing scene. They talk about her in the books. Really? Yeah. I think we actually maybe even meet her in the books. I'm trying to remember. But definitely there was a little girl who was the the Lady of Mormont. Because everyone else has been killed, right? Right. Oh, God. She played it so well. Yeah. If I was if I was still running this podcast, she was going to be the uh, candidate for the weekly Who the Fuck Was That? <laughs> Leanna. Oh, yeah, I was thinking Mormont. of doing that, but then I, I didn't have to ask, so... <laughs> yeah um she was pretty great um more motivational speeches though true and however just before we knock the scene starting that scene there was this beautiful outside shot of bear island oh, oh it was yeah. gorgeous i loved that one I like, like, I when, I, when I saw that i wanted to pause it and just stare at it for a while because it looks so good for all the magic players out there, I thought to myself, that is a design for an island. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be some yep. uh, that, pretty that sweet would be a good island there. Yep. Bring in some snow islands. We mm-hmm. got that. <laughs> so, who wins in a fight, Rob? Mormons, 62 men, or Ramsey and his 20 good men? 
I'm going to go with uh, the 62. The 62 Mormons? Yeah. Even though Ramsey's 20 good men basically took down Stannis' army? Yes, but that was when they were all sleeping. Yeah. And yeah, I just want to say, I think in a fight, a bear wins against a dog. Yeah. Especially yeah. a whole bunch of bears. I don't want to bring up that one viral video of this little dog chasing off two bears from someone's backyard in California. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that depends, definitely wrong. depends on the kind of bear. I've, I've also seen <laughs> videos of a single cat chasing a bear, a black bear, up a tree. Okay, yeah. let's say polar bears because they're from the north. Okay, okay. then yes. No. <laughs> polar bears, bears win. <laughs> everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You did such a good job. It was... I really hope we see more of her. But And she came along, so... Yes. Yeah, because, you know... There is possibility. In that scene when Sansa was staring at the, the crows, yeah. the ravens, because obviously she's going to send a letter, which she didn't seal, which was super weird. But anyway, um, when Santa was staring at the ravens, um, yeah, Leanna Mormont was in that shot. Yeah. Right. And I was like, good. <laughs> Speaking Liz, of that letter, uh, Liz, who do you think Sansa's sending that letter to? Well, she was talking about sending it to people who were further like south in the north, right? Like she was talking about trying to get in contact with them. So I was kind of thinking that, but... There's always a possibility she's sending it to Peter and trying to get the veil involved. Yeah, because they're uh, a little uh, low on numbers. With yeah. the sending it south, where did um, Littlefinger mention that the Tullys had an army or took back a spot? Oh, that's a good question. Because, I do not like, remember. Because that's what he told Sansa last before, you know, get out of my sight or Bran, I'll have Bran kill you. Um, it crossed my mind that that's where she would send the note to because mm. she had mentioned that, but she didn't disclose to John exactly where she knew that um, a few episodes back. Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I don't well, remember she, she that. Being she up. said that she she learned it from uh, from Ramsey. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think we learned that it's actually true, didn't we? Or was I? Or am I mixing up a couple of houses? I that, that don't remember. True. That is true? Uh, no, well, sorry, go ahead, Liz. Well, just like, I was just trying to clarify, uh, you guys didn't hear each other properly. Mike said yeah. that, what, that what is true, and Rob oh. said, so it is true? <laughs> yeah, so we all talked at the same time, and we confused each other. Um, that um, what Littlefinger had told Sansa, however many episodes ago of, whoever's taken back, um, like that the Tullys took back something so that there is, you know, an army there. Mm-hmm. Well, they took, they took River Run. That's what she was talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is now under siege by six okay. thousand Lannister troops. <laughs> okay. So that's what, that's what it all was. Um, yeah. There's so many damn houses that I don't actively think of so they start to blur together and i think that they might be distinct sometimes but it is all of that so yeah disregard that then so maybe she is sending a letter to the whoever like slightly south group that she's talking about or maybe she's sending it to peter yeah definitely the more theatrical option is to send it to peter yeah because then you could get a lot of um People like, I guess, his army showing up and helping them out, or his army showing up and fucking them in the ass, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a coin flip. It depends on the day. Considering it's Peter, yeah. yeah. Even though he supposedly loves Sansa. Yeah. Oh. As long as it's for his personal gain. Yeah. As soon as it's not, I'm sure he hates her. I, I don't think that Raven's going to get to where it's supposed to go. Well, that, that's the other feeling thing. that uh, Ramsay is going to intercept that and be well aware of the plans. That's the thing with those ravens. It's like, I'm going to send a raven. How often, like in the show, they seem to always make it to their destination. How many times do these messages get intercepted and it's like, oh, so this is going to happen to me. Well, fuck that. I'm going to strike first. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, it's no different than a fucking carrier pigeon. Like, I don't see that being effective. It's amazing if that ever really worked. I hear ravens are slightly smarter than pigeons, but yeah, you're essentially correct. 
but it's like, okay, tell the smartest bird in the world. It's like, <laughs> you know where you are right now. I want you to go into this other destination, and we can't verbally communicate. Like, you basically have to train them. You go to this other spot and back here. Like, yeah, it I is think the that's how they that point, and that's yeah. it. Don't go anywhere else. Yeah, I wonder if Sansa knows that, or if she's just like, I have a raven, I'll just send it, it'll go where I say. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense to have ravens or any sort of, like, carrier birds or, like, any bird messages. That's the only way I see it working. Mm-hmm. Because and then, of course, there's the issue of, uh, you know, oh, any decent <laughs> archer standing right outside the camp being like, hey, look, there's a raven. Dunk. <laughs> and even if you don't have a good archer, it's like, uh, yeah, so we got, what, 100 guys here? Yeah, everybody shoot that thing. One <laughs> of us is bound to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that's some exciting stuff. Uh, yeah. So, um, so a eunuch goes to a whorehouse. <laughs> Sounds like the start of a bad joke, but it's actually just uh, Theon's life. Oh, Theon! God, he's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm... of of all the motivational speeches in this episode, of which there are many, and this is another <laughs> one. Uh, my favorite has to be drink the goddamn ale. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically put up or kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then it's completely followed up with, I'm going to go fuck the tits off this woman. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like a Yara swing. Swings both ways. Both ways. At least yeah. very strongly in one way. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice little, uh, I guess... <laughs> Can, should we say a return to form? Game of Thrones, going back to the uh, the whorehouse and having you know drunk tits abound. That's true. And no, no close-ups of anyone time. with a thick dick. No, that, <laughs> yeah. it was not interrupted by any dicks this time. <laughs> you don't get caught off guard with the, the close-up. <laughs> that is true. I liked this scene better. <laughs> <laughs> This, this um, one was significantly better. So it seems like they're, um, I think it was yeah, last week we were talking about how it really didn't seem like they had any much, any kind of a plan. It was basically just GTFO. You know, just get in these boats and go. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yara has a plan. One should be happy. They do have a plan. They're going to go try to get to Danny first, which should be fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. That would actually be something exciting to see because. Maybe it would move Danny's plot along. Well, they're going to bring ships. Yeah. And they they know how to build ships. Yeah. Did That's you, actually we, really cool. Do we know how many ships they have? It looked like they went off with a fuck ton, but... Yeah, probably uh, about a thousand. <laughs> yeah, it it looked like dozens, Yeah. <laughs> but and not a thousand, but I mean, that's just, I don't know, who knows. Yeah. But if it anyone knows how to build ships, it's the people from the Iron Islands. Exactly. They got nothing in the Iron Islands. They have to get use their ships to get anything they want, right? Yeah. So. yeah. Will... Iron Islands is on full ship production right now. Yes. Uh, it would be pretty funny, though, if they get to Danny first, and then Euron shows up, and he's like, look, I brought you a thousand ships. And she's just like, no, thank you. I, 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 I got ships. <laughs> we, we got some. Yeah. But we have more ships. We don't need them. <laughs> Your ships are nice, but go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it will be nice to see Theon um in not a cowering dog mode where he might yeah. just, you know, have a spine, be able to communicate without being not verbally assaulted but basically commanded to respond. Yeah, I actually had started to feel kind of like even worried about the actor almost. I was like, this has got to be bad for him being in that like horribly slumped cowering position all the time. So I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more of Theon's eyes again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, he did some horrible stuff, but you know, everyone seems to like Jamie Lannister now. So, uh, so there's always that. uh, Anyone can be forgiven, right? (laughs) Maybe someone will make him a gold dick. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm the man yeah. with the golden cock. <laughs> <laughs> but only only if it's like sticking out of his pants all the time. <laughs> I'm 
sure he'll be able to use it about as much as Jamie can use his hand. So, yeah. you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Too close to the table, turns around. Oh, did I knock that over? With my- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That might be another joke that makes Pierce stay away from this even longer. Sure. Probably. I'm sorry. No, I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> I was kind of proud of myself. I was like, this is this is a pretty good one. I think I'm going to get some laughs here. <laughs> so, Arya. Oh. So we're, we're leaving it to the last, huh? <laughs> All yeah. right. I, I got one thing to say with Arya. It was, one, great to see her. She was looking great. And then... Did you just forget everything you were fucking doing? Yeah, she transforms back into Arya so fucking quickly. Like, she's walking around with her hands behind her back like a rich person. She's, uh, you know, just slinging money around all crazy. Flashing her cash. Yeah. (laughs) She's standing on the bridge, just completely unarmed and undefended. Let some really sketchy old woman just walk up to her. And, yeah. Now a girl needs medical attention. I mean, the second I saw her, like that quote-unquote old woman, walk out, it's just like, no, no, no. And then, of course, Arya's like, oh, what's up? And then Slash is like, are you fucking serious? Because I know I brought it up before with, okay, they can change their faces and all that, but they can't change their height. Yeah. Know how tall people are. If they're a (laughs) midget or if they're a giant. You can trust them. If they yeah. are about your height, fucking go away. <laughs> it's the waste. It's the waste. No, run away. I think all watchers, like all people watching the show were like, no, Aria, run. Yeah. Like as soon as they saw the old lady. Like, as soon as the lady, or I was thinking as soon as the old lady shows up, I was like, just stab her in the face. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> have meal, right? Get your sword. Do it. Yeah. Thing. Don't get stabbed. <laughs> I guess she does uh, get to um, join a pretty, well, I guess, not so exclusive club of Starks who have been stabbed multiple times. Oh, uh, yep. Who hasn't been stabbed multiple times? Rickon. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that club's not exclusive. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Rickon's the only one who's who's not. So Rickon's in the exclusive club of not being <laughs> stabbed. Not getting stabbed. <laughs> so my feeling is Arya is gonna somehow get her shit out of this, but I don't know how. That looked bad. Well, sure well, so. well, if I'm not mistaken, next week's episode is titled No One. So next week, I believe, is going to be an Aria episode. Um, but after she got stabbed, after she got sliced and then stabbed a couple of times and then had the knife twisted, mm-hmm. just, you know, because we, we want to make you feel it. Um, so much for not suffering. Yeah. Oh, the wave was going to make her suffer. I didn't believe that for a second. Yeah. Um, once Arya dove into the water, got out, and was then walking back through the town or the city, she was terrified of everyone. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she knew, it's like, she knew she dropped her guard, and any one of these people could now just kill her. The craziest thing is that she was terrified at the end of the last episode, but somehow completely lost that. That's a good point. Well, yeah. She, she, so she went to bed with, that, with her, like, hiding and with the sword, like, in her hands. Yeah. And then this episode, she's slinging coins. Yeah. I don't know. Like, was it... Did she feel confident because it was in broad daylight that nothing was going to happen? But then she was alone on a bridge... Well, she should know better than that. Broad daylight. She's killed people in broad daylight before. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, there's either something strange amiss, or she was just, I don't know, got too excited. She is still, you know, she's Arya, but she's still a kid. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. And she's finally... finally got excited of that oh i've got a new plan like i've got money and i've got a way out i'm gonna go i've regained my you know personality yeah but then she Mm -hmm. let all of that training just fade away a little bit until she got a very brutal lesson to remember it all 
Yeah, yep. I don't think she'll be doing that again anytime soon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One thing I'm curious to see if it'll ever happen is if Arya and the Hound will cross paths again. <laughs> they kind of have to. I would. I want to see them get back together and just like, <laughs> yep, we're we're getting the band back together. We're gonna go around, do some good. I'm assuming that they will get back together in some sort of way. They will cross paths. I don't know. Get back together is the right. Term, yeah, I know. I. It's not like they're. I, I don't see think each they're going to be. They're going to go on adventuring across the countryside <laughs> much. Yeah. They'll see each other from across the street, nod, and not kill each other. They might that get seems that far. More like it. More, that seems more similar. Yeah, probably that. Yeah. Maybe just the mutual respect thing. Or yeah. maybe uh, Hound will go crazy and try to, you know, crush her. Yeah, you left me for dead. I'm going to do the same to you. Maybe they'll have beers and discuss the things they have learned about how to kill people better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that feeling of really slowly stabbing someone who stabbed you a bunch of times? Yep. Greatest feeling in the world. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. A close second to going into a frenzy and stabbing them multiple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I think that was the whole episode. Yeah, that that crosses off everything on my list of things that happened. Yep. I, I have a couple of questions. The voice of God has spoken. Yeah. Um, just continuing the great John recruiting tour of 2016. <laughs> uh, who were those guys with the with the power fist on their banners? Oh, the Glovers. Yeah. Those oh, are just- yeah. That was. The, the there's fans. some of, yeah, they're they're just some of the Stark bannermen. They're just like lords of the north. Mm. Yeah. So so some Water. of the glovers, some of the glovers did go with Rob, obviously. Okay. Yeah. I did like the fact that somebody called out Rob Stark on his on his BS. Finally, I've been I've been on that corner for a long time. We're now. going to war. I'm gonna go get some of that. Yeah. Some of what? Uh, <laughs> Was this the first episode where they had an interstitial before the opening credits? It's been a long time. If if this isn't the first one, it's been a long time since. When it happened, I thought what I downloaded skipped the credits. And then before, and because of that, when it started with um, the Hound coming back, for a brief moment, I thought, oh my God, is this going to be a whole episode about this? Like, is it going to be a one-off episode? And it's just a, a stellar episode about church people? <laughs> <laughs> it, was a ver- it was very brief until, you know, it went to a different plot line. Uh, River Run made the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Was one. And uh, before you guys go, I need at least 20 seconds on Jon Snow's man bun. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was thinking about how he's changed his hairstyle ever since he's come back from the dead. Because they had to cut it, because apparently when you're dead or when you're coming back to life, you got to look somewhat proper. <laughs> Either that yeah. or somehow burning his hair in the fire did something, but you know what? Not even Melisandre's sure about that. Yeah, maybe he's just feeling really self-conscious, and it's laundry day, <laughs> and oh, he's doing that thing that, you know, just putting it all up and trying to hide it away from people. Maybe it goes down. I don't right. know. All right. As great. some... <laughs> As a male with long hair, sometimes you need functional hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I, mean, I feel, you know, he. they want him to look more serious, less of a sort of young heartthrob, and more now he's returned and he's the, the like, he's taking back his his heritage and he's got this kind of war destiny kind of thing. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know, he, he kind of failed a lot today like he showed up and tried to convince the wildlings it didn't really work it was Tormund who did it he didn't convince and then he, anybody then he went and tried to convince the the mormons and he that didn't work either it was davos that did it and then he went and tried to convince the glovers and that didn't work and nobody could do it um <laughs> and then and then he and sansa had an argument and he didn't convince her and she went off and did something probably stupid oh yeah there you go so uh maybe this is his failure hair <laughs> Now, is it his failure hair because he failed and then he puts his hair like that? Or when he has his hair like that, he is bound to fail? Bad luck hair, for sure. Bad luck hair? I was going to say yes. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to go back to being sexy John. Otherwise, he fails, right? Yeah. 
Well, it just needs to kill some White Walkers or uh, yeah. see some zombies shatter, swinging the, swinging the sword around. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Makes sense to me. So, yeah, Rob, who do you think is going to die next episode? <laughs> well, considering the next episode's called No One, and presumably, well, it's also episode eight, and presumably we're going to see Arya face off the Waif, I'm going to go with the Waif is going to die. That mm. is going to be my guess. Hmm. Although, based on our uh, preseason selections, uh, because Bran should be in the episode, um, I can't remember her name, but whoever's was dragging her around now that Hodor's dead, um, she was still Mira. my pick. Mira. Mira. She's still the one that I think will potentially die this season, so maybe she will. No. But my guess, is, my guess is the wave. Yep. Liz, you got anyone? Yeah, I like the idea of the waif dying. I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> um, uh, and, it's, coming. <laughs> and it's called No One, so I don't think Clegane Bowl is going to happen yet. No. Although, it would be pretty cool if uh, when Clegane Bowl happens, uh, the the mountain says, who are you? Because somehow Sander has disguised himself and he says, no one. But, yeah, yeah the waif. Let's go with the waif. Yeah. I want to see uh, that axe get some work done. Yeah. I think a whole lot of dickish uh, knights wait, are, are going to get axed oh, in So the you're face. just calling a random person to die? That's bullshit. <laughs> well, you took the good ones, the named characters. He's calling Clegane Rampage. Okay, so, oh, oh, okay. oh, oh. That so being said. I will accept a Clegane Rampage then. I, you have I'm to go for the one. I'm going to say two Clegane rampages because Sandra Clegane's going to axe a bunch of people and the mountain Gregor is going to crush skulls because we want it to happen. Yeah. I think there's also um, a there's a small chance that, and this would break my heart, that um, Elena doesn't get out of King's Landing fast enough. No! Oh god, that would be terrible. Yeah. She's taking someone. If, if she's taking someone out with her if she does. Then a whole lot of people are going to die. Oh my God! The Queen of Thorns has to live. We need more of her sass. Oh my yes. God! Yes. Yeah. So like, if if she does get killed, if she, if she does get taken in some sort of way, someone else is going to die too. After all, we know who actually killed Joffrey. No. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, that should be fun. She's not a helpless little old lady. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I think that's it. If uh, I I've run out of stuff, if either of you have anything to say. No, that I've, I've gone through anything on my notes, or we've All gone right. through anything on my notes. So. Well, I've got a uh, I've got one last thing, being the uh, the first time that I'm helping running this podcast and not just uh, being a disruptive dick. Um, <laughs> So at this point, I'm going to say goodnight to Liz and welcome back, Matt Pierce, for a very special uh, little thing. So in true crossover podcast theme, I have come up with a little game. So, Matt Pierce, come on back. I'm so ready for this. All right. So welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Superhero or Mascot. (laughs) Okay. So, Rob and Matt, I'm going to ask each of you five questions. I will list, I will name something. It will be a person or thing, basically. And you will have to tell me whether or not that person is a superhero from comics or other such things, or a mascot of a professional sports team. All right. All right. Rules are clear. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, you're going first. Okay. Number one, Wyatt Wingfoot. <laughs> I believe that is a mascot. That is a, that is a superhero from Fantastic Four. Oh, so I see you fooled me. I don't read no Fantastic Four. <laughs> Easy way to slip one past me. You knew that I don't read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and well, by the way, also um, other characters and villains could be counted in this too, just so you know. Rob, yeah, Wildwing, Wildwing. 
I'm going to go with mascot. Yeah, Correct. Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Anaheim Mighty Ducks mascot. <laughs> okay. Although technically he was a superhero because Wild Wing was a the main character in the D in the uh the Mighty Ducks cartoon where they were superhero hockey playing ducks. I can't believe it. I got the pity circular. vote. It didn't matter how I answered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting uh that as a superhero. We're just gonna All say right. that was a mascot. All right. Fantastic. Matt Pierce. Boom boom. <laughs> Uh, Boo Boom is an X-Men character. Correct. Yeah. Rob. Yep. Captain Midnight. I'm going to go with a superhero on that one, because if that's a mascot, oh my God. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, thank Captain God. Captain Midnight is a superhero from the Dark Horse comics. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt Pierce. Yep. Beak. Beak. Um, that feels like a mascot to me. Eh. Ah, he's from Marvel Comics. Sorry, mm. Rob. That one could have gone either way. Well, what what comic is he from? Uh, I actually can't remember right now. All right, I'll I'll, on my notes, quick, like, like the quizzing Rob. I'll, I'll look it up real quick while you're quizzing, quizzing Rob. Rob. Yeah. Barrel Man. <laughs> oh, I mean, you give him all the easy ones. <laughs> I'm gonna say mascot. Correct. Yeah, he's the Denver Broncos mascot. Well, he actually passed away. He stopped being the Barrel Man. Man, he gets all the easy ones. Barrel yeah, man, but uh, but you're the crossover podcast host. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> you give him all the easy ones. Barrel Man is uh, from the Milwaukee Brewers. Is he? Oh well, the Broncos asked for uh, Craig Needles if he were here would back me up. The Broncos had a Barrel Man as well. <laughs> It was a fat dude who just wore a barrel and a pair of suspenders over said barrel. Yes, so uh, there's barrel men all around. Yeah, apparently. They got their own Maybe league. it's the same guy. I don't know. League Let's of Extraordinary Barrel Men? Beak seems to be some sort of mutant who is mostly bird. <laughs> mostly Beak. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Probably not the you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel for that one, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Matt Pierce. All right. Captain Fear. Captain Fear. Uh, I am going to say mascot. Correct. Captain nice. Fear, mascot for uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, that's right. He is, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yep, yep, oh, yep. Okay. okay. Yeah. They got their pirate thing going. Rob. Yep. A bomb. Jesus Christ. Uh, superhero. Correct. He is a villain from the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Matt Pierce. Yep. Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark is I I I I want to say both because I'm pretty damn sure there's a mascot. That, I know there's a team that calls themselves the Tiger Sharks. I think there's a minor league baseball team. So I'm just gonna go with sports. But I think that's both. Actually, I looked it up. He is a mm-hmm. hero. For submariners, okay. and there is a team called the Tiger Sharks, but it's kind of a trick question because their uh, mascot's name is Frenzy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tiger Shark is a hero. I was gonna yeah. say for the sub for the sub submariner. Yeah. Okay, so like Namor. Okay. Villain, I was I, I was gonna say superhero or villain. I can't remember which. In Venture Brothers. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a like a Venture Brothers move. Tiger because Shark. The one when they all get together is like, oh, what are we still doing this? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger Claw He's the one um, that tries to tackle Brock Samson. Yeah, one from Canada. <laughs> yeah, he's from Canada. It's like, well, the peril of partnerships in Canada. <laughs> All right, Rob. Last question. Oh, Beta Ray Bill. Oh, you give him all the easy <laughs> I ones can with confidence. Say that as a superhero. No, I think or, I've told Rob this one. He's Goat Thor. Yeah. Goat Thor. Uh, you, you didn't even need to say that. I knew with. 100% certain oh. that, that he is from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. He was... Uh, Beta Ray Bill actually made it into a... Uh, the the. I don't know why. I, they, they couldn't use the Silver Surfer because in the... Uh, this is a little, little quick Beta Ray Bill history here, but in, in the Planet Hulk thing, that uh, event that happened back in the early 2000s, when Hulk was fighting on a different planet... Yeah. They had, like, he was, like, doing, you know, like, gladiator-style fights, and then they brought in... Uh, oh god! They they brought in flipping uh, 
you know, the Hulk to fight, and then uh, the uh, Hulk has to fight his way up the ladder, much like in Mortal Kombat, and then finally they're like, and now, our champion! And they open it up, and it was the fucking Silver Surfer. But in, when they animated Planet Hulk, they couldn't use the Silver Surfer for whatever reason, I assume, because Fox owns the rights as part of the uh, Fantastic Four thing, so they used Beta Ray Bill instead. Oh, wow. So Beta Ray Bill was animated at one point in his career, huh. which is crazy to think about. That is. Considering <laughs> that he's just... Goat Thor. He's Goat Thor, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And now we're going to try to figure out who's going to play Beta Ray Bill in the, in the live-action Thor 4 that will eventually exist, most likely. Are you serious? Madness. I enjoyed that game. I enjoyed that game. You should you should definitely uh, you should look up some more and keep that going. Oh, yeah. That's what I did at work Fuck today. It. Don't tell my boss. That was, that was very good. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. I like that. That was a good one. Rob got all the easy ones, though. <laughs> You're just better because I nailed it. That's true. All right. Uh, hey, you know what? How about we give you a uh, one last chance to redeem yourself? We'll do a quick bonus round. These I ones will be worth two terrible. points apiece. And, of course, since they're worth two points apiece, it negates the whole, rest the, <laughs> negates the whole first part of the game. Much like, uh, yeah. However, with this one, you'll have to say if it's a hero or villain, or mascot, or both. Okay. You're serious about this? Yeah. Oh, God. All right, Pierce. All right. First one. Okay. Rampage. Uh, okay, Rampage is definitely... I want to say both, because I know Rampage is a DC villain, and I feel like there was an XFL team that was named the Rampage, or something like that, or there's like a... Like, Rampage, to me, you, you know what is the most likely candidate to call their team the Rampage? Uh, besides the XFL, like, there's got to be, like, a roller derby team or something that would be called the Rampage. But I know Rampage is a DC villain. I'm going to say both. Correct. It is both. It is a DC villain and a uh, the official mascot of the Los Angeles Rams. Right. Oh, yeah, the goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, the new Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. Rampage is a Wonder Woman uh, villain, by the way. All right. Uh, let's say, Rob, what about Stinger? Stinger. I assume we're we're doing this as, as a gentlemanly league game, and we're not <laughs> quickly you Googling oh. things since we're technically not in the same room. I, <laughs> yeah, I, all right. <laughs> I, I yeah. will say with 100% honesty, it didn't even occur to me to Google any of this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be a... <laughs> I'm literally look, having a pad of paper and a pen just to scribble things down. If and you, that's if all you're I got. typing, I, that's I, me. I, I, <laughs> yeah. um, this I'm, is a gentleman's bet here. I'm going to go with... I know the stinger is a drink. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go with that stinger is a mascot only. Mascot only? Correct. It is a nice. mascot. Can I guess the team? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna guess the Hornets, the, the Charlotte Hornets. It's uh, Columbus, actually. Uh, oh, the Blue Jackets. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that makes sense, right? All right, let's do um, Matt Pierce again. Mm -hmm. uh, answer is let's go with Sabretooth. Well, he's gonna be at least half correct at a bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say both. Because I'm gonna guess that the Nashville Predators or someone stupid have have like a saber tooth mascot. Correct. It is both. It's actually the Buffalo Sabers. Sabers. Yeah. Okay. What? Or, Sabers. Uh, saber tooth. Okay. It took me a second, but I got there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Christ. If if you can get the the X Men yeah. villain, it's like that's it. I'm never coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Wait, we should okay. One more for yeah. Rob, and then because we got to save some so we can play this game again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Rob. Yes. Captain Cold. Captain. Oh, so easy. <laughs> Says the guy who knows comics and sports. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Captain Cold. I'm gonna go with a supervillain. Correct. Correct. Leonard Snart. And it is not a mascot. Yeah, Leonard Leonard Snart. He's a Flash villain. Even my guesses 
or correct <laughs> all of this yeah. because I don't know guesses. I don't know sports yeah. for shit. But I can tell yeah. you, apparently, I can flip a coin. Yeah. Take, this is a good game. Our this is a good game. game. A mascot Man. or a superhero. That's good. All That's right, fantastic. I love it. That's a great concept. We'll definitely you, like anytime you feel like playing that, I am down. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll work on another one. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's save that one because I know Craig would want to come on and play that too. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, because he would be in the same boat as me, just on the other in the other one, <laughs> going the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would know the sports ones and probably be what's well, tough. Because I'll tell you, I don't. I'm I'm not like I know a few of the mascots, but sometimes I'm like piecing it together, I'm like, okay, that could easily be a mascot for what team? Like, it was like Sabretooth. I was like, I'm guessing the Predators had Sabretooth or something like that. Oh, man, that's great. Well, well done, sir. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a great game. Good good, good contribution, uh, Leaf Park. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. I hope everyone enjoyed it. <laughs> you want to you wanna sign us off? Sure. Uh, this is Mike Leapock and a couple other people signing off the Crossover Podcast. Good night, everybody. Take care.